The following program is intended for mature audiences. Here we go, y'all. You ready to party? Come on, get happy, everybody. Just got back from the double wide. Woo, it's hot up in the double wide tonight. Yeah, it is. I need to jack some more of that electricity for my neighbors. I was out of town for a few days. And I ain't like Rich. I, I ain't got that new stimulus check yet. I just can't keep the AC kicking like that. We're cooling things off a little bit here. A couple hair flips, we'll be ready to go. We got a kick-ass lineup, y'all. We got three serious rock stars. And as, as, you, as you know, all four of you that have watched the show, we always, we always have a drinking game. So we need a drinking magic drinking word, and our word tonight is going to be goals. Because these three superstars that are on tonight had some goals, and they rocked them. So the drinking word tonight is goals, all right? And my first guest, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you all three, and then I'm going to introduce the first one properly. Uh, he only broke the Guinness Book of World Record for deadlifts. I mean, who hasn't done that? He's a badass, and he's a doctor. He's a good friend of mine. Dr. Ken G will be on here in just a second. And his purdy wife. Speaking of purdy wives, she's also a guest tonight. You know her as WWE superstar, former two-time champion, Candice Michelle. Hold on, I need some of this. Sound effects. And also, uh, this next, uh, our third guest tonight, you've seen her on uh, TV, a lot of car shows like Garage Squad. She's a podcast host, actress, fitness model. She has some goals that she rocked. Miss Heather Storm, right there, y'all. You ready to get this party started? Just to be safe, I brought a mask tonight, just to be safe. I know my first guest is a big fan of the mask. <laughs> All right, y'all. A good buddy of mine, he's a real doctor, he's a chiropractor. We're gonna get some info out of him, like what we should be drinking. He recommended a morning cocktail to me that's been kicking my ass, but I'm virus-free, man. It's good stuff. He, uh, he broke the Guinness Book of World Records for deadlifts within 24 hours. And he's a chiropractor. They call him the good chiropractor. He's also got a badass ride made by uh, West Coast Customs, the Cairo Caddy. Give it up for Dr. Kenji. Yeah. What's up, brother? Me, brother. What's going on, man? Well, what's going on? We training for this week, like uh, barefoot across country uh, speed race or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> On top of that, we're doing the deadlift record for one minute. One minute for real? Yeah. So I'm going to try and lift. No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to deadlift 235 60 okay. times in one minute. Boy, hey. So. Yeah. To hit 14,000 pounds. One, one per second. Correct. Yeah. Which I have to break 12,000 pounds, but I thought I'd just crush it with 14,000. Holy shit. There's your yeah. fan. I stopped in for a couple of hours to cheer you on, and I'm pretty sure that's why you broke the record. When Stevie D was there, I was the wind beneath your wings. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I almost quit, and then when I saw your hair come in, I was like, it just gave me this. like this fresh new 80s energy. Yep. <laughs> For the longest time, I was just focused on your hair, and that just that just pushed me over the hump, and I was able to get through. <laughs> and that's why I didn't stick lo- stick around longer because I I felt I was a distraction. Oh no! <laughs> no. 
So you did it for, the, the record was for 24 hours, and you broke the record at which hour? 20 hours. Oh, no, I broke it at like 19 hours. Yeah. But I decided to go for another hour so I could add another 100,000 pounds onto the record. Yeah. So I wanted to hit 1.1 million. Just to really so put the smack was, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little exclamation point. And then it's funny because the guy that I beat, his record stood for 17 years. Holy and shit. And then he reached, out on, he reached out on Facebook and was like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I'm also kind of sad, this and that. And he said, congrats, I know what you went through because it was total hell. But uh, it was cool that he reached out, so. That was cool. Now he's probably too old to try to even try to come back, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, if I hopefully. broke the world record, yeah. the next day I'd be eating pizzas, I would just get fat and say, been there, done that. You know what I have to prove now? Right, totally. But what has Ken G done? Ken G I, says, I'm going to break another record. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's do it. I stayed eating perfectly clean for another two weeks, and then I just went on a bender with some beer, pizza, and butter toffee peanuts. And then uh, I was sore for like four days, totally inflamed. I'm like, ah, oh, not good. Now you explain know. why that happened. I know why it happened, but... Oh, well, uh, that's funny because uh, I was actually out to dinner with uh, some friends at this Mexican restaurant, and then they're like, oh, we're all having margaritas, and you haven't drank for 90 days. And then they're like peer pressure me, and his name was Stevie and Katie. Oh, that was and me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so... <laughs> We can edit that out. <laughs> and so I ended up having a margarita, and then yeah, next thing you know, you know, I say, like, oh. <laughs> all over from there. <laughs> he was walking like the hunchback of Notre Dame for two weeks after that. Yep, so yep. Jack Jones. Yep. Dude, funny. that was insane to see you do that, because, I mean, I wish I had some video, because we, I watched you, and even when I came home, we watched you up until, until you broke the record, and, and I, may, I may have shed a little, you know, may have shed a little tear for you. I'll go ahead and say yeah, that. Nice, nice, I'll take it. But it was so it was so emotional to see people, you know, cheer you on and and I was just thinking, man, one wrong move. He's either gonna shart or throw his back out. <laughs> right. That's what I was <laughs> we're both, about. We're both. throwing my back out. But you know, it's just it held up, man. You know, I had a big team. I had four chiropractors working on me, uh, a massage therapist and Candace like fueling me and it was uh it was like a huge team effort and like towards the end it was like they were like i was like a race car just pulling into the pits and they would just work on me for two minutes because i would do i think i would do four sets with a one minute rest yeah and then on the fifth set i got two minutes rest and i basically did that for 20 hours <laughs> and you were sitting on a an exercise ball, but also like a vibrating plate or something, right? A ball, a vibe plate, nail mats for my feet to keep my feet yeah. away. Uh, you know, I, was, I didn't really eat anything. I just ate coconut oil and water and sea salt. And that just fueled me the whole way. So All day. Didn't you take like a 15-minute siesta or something like that? Like I took a 20-minute nap. And then after that nap, it took the the active release massage therapist, Brad, took him 30 minutes to get me to move again. 
I was gonna say, man, after, after you like get in that position and your body just, I would think it was just lock up. Like we're not, yeah, we're uh, not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, luckily I did, I did a six hour test run the week before and after I took that my nap, I couldn't move. <laughs> so I'm like, really? okay, I need someone to, to warm me up. It took him 30 minutes. He did the, the gun, like the hyperbolt gun, and he massaged all my legs. And then even when for 30 minutes, he warmed me up, and then I could stand up again. And then I went to deadlift. I could only do like three or four. I'm like, oh, I'm so screwed. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, after about 10 minutes of deadlift, I'm like, oh, I'm back into it again. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Got my groove back. And then just hit it up. Yeah, I think I got adjusted every 30 minutes. I had someone there adjusting me, like either one hip or the other or my neck. Or Then every time I stopped, like I had one guy massaging one hand, another the other, people on my feet, you know, one guy on my neck. It, it, was, it was crazy, but it, it worked out real well. And uh, thank goodness, hopefully no one's stupid enough to try that for a long time. <laughs> now, were you actually out of alignment each time you get adjusted? Could you feel things oh, like yeah. going oh, back into place? Sure. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. Like, my neck would explode. My atlas was getting stuck. And, like, my ears were ringing and, like, all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> my, my right hip was getting stuck. And one guy would try and adjust it. And it wouldn't really move. Then another guy would crank on it, so, like this chiropractor rotating on me. Like, okay, I'll I'll hit the hip, you hit the neck, and it it was uh, it was crazy. But it was just a testament on to how well chiropractic and nutrition and positive mental attitude work to achieve whatever. Because I'm just you know I'm just a regular. I'm like a hundred seventy five pound five seven dude you know i'm like nothing and i'm not an athlete and i figured like let me see if this chiropractic stuff is really as bitching as i preach it is and so <laughs> that's why i put it to the test i'm like you know if chiropractic is so awesome i should be able to break the deadlift record because everybody's afraid of deadlifts and so yeah yeah and they don't do them because they're afraid their back's gonna go out so i'm like you know let's let's do it and that's why you did it without a belt? You did it barefoot? No belt. Yeah, no belt, barefoot, no uh, straps or wrist wraps. I only use gloves and chalk. And I remember I tried to shake your hand when I was leaving, and you thought your hands were, like, bleeding inside the gloves. I was like, hey, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, not the hands. You thought yeah, they yeah, were yeah. actually, like, My hands open. hurt. Yeah, they hurt so bad. It was ridiculous. And, uh, and... And uh, I thought at one point my hands hurt so bad that I, I wasn't going to pull my glove off because I thought all the skin was going to peel off. So I had yeah. my sister go to CVS to buy super glue in case <laughs> I pulled my, pulled my uh, glove you just off your palm my right skin back on. off. I was just yeah. going to glue my skin back together and keep going. So I got too far in. I, I ain't going back. I will, I will pull this weight <laughs> super glued bandaged fingers <laughs> until my hands fall off. Yeah, I wasn't going to do it again. Yeah, I wasn't going to do it again. Pass on that. But just you the know? look on your face there at the end when you broke it, were you like even cognitive? Were you like in a daze? Because you look like yeah. you're like, I was, you look I a little crazy-eyed. You look a little crazy-eyed right there. 
Yeah, yeah, it was uh, I was a little off right there, I would say. But <laughs> I was trying to be excited, but my body was like, screw you, dude. <laughs> we barely have enough energy to smile. Well, Kenji, I think I told, I was talking about last week, the concoction that you, I've always, I've always had a Bragg's apple cider vinegar. I'm a big fan of that, you know, yeah. to kill viruses. And, you know, yeah. it's got so, so many benefits. And, uh -huh. uh, and then you, you taught me to kick it up a notch with what? I'll let you tell the people what you do with it. Uh, well, we do, we do uh, every morning, we like to do a half a lemon mm -hmm. uh, squeezed in, and then we use this cayenne pepper juice Woo! from Dr. Schultz. And that thing is like 9 million BTUs or something. Yeah. And then we throw in that apple cider vinegar. And then we've actually been adding in some of those ginger and turmeric shots from Trader Joe's and it's okay. mixed already and you dump those in for a little extra fire. And then uh, that, when you burn, throw that down, first thing in the morning, it alkalizes your body. And uh, when you're alkaline, you can't get sick. So if you're acidic, right. you can get sick. Yeah. So uh, we try to keep our bodies alkaline and that's the best way to stay alkaline. And that's why I haven't caught COVID yet. And right. I ain't going to because it just bounces off my immune system. Like yep. I, I just flex <laughs> and it like runs the other direction. Bring it on. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and after you and I, what we put in our body in the 90s, I think we're pretty much immune to everything anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we put everything in there. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing. If that didn't kill us, nothing else will. But you had nope. some goals and you kicked those goals ass. Yes. Is that, did you say Goldschlager or gold? Gold? The drinking word is golds. But I'm gold. from Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. We don't pronounce our L's. We say golds. I got some golds. Oh, golds. Good, like with a W. Golds. <laughs> golds. Golds. Okay, got it. Golds. Got it. We okay, got golds. Okay, good. We got golds from different area codes. I didn't know this was a drinking game. I would have had my tequila by now. I know, bro. I'm disappointed. We can redo this later. <laughs> okay, perfect. Can you start over right now? And <laughs> get your bongo, because I'll get... By the way, Kenji is in our dad's band. We got a badass dad's band out here in Calabasas dad area. Yeah. Dad band. Yeah, yeah dad sure. Band. Yeah, I'm the lead might, drummer. We might need a couple of new uh, recruits, a couple of new members. For sure. <laughs> We're going to hold, hold auditions later on tonight. Yeah. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. All right, buddy, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at The Good Chiropractor or The Good Roll Pillow, which is my pillow. And anybody in the L.A. area or anybody visiting, you come by our office, The Good Chiropractor, and I'll do your x-rays and your adjustment for free. The if good you want to get your hands on The Good Roll Pillow, go to thegoodrollpillow.com and, uh, and type in the word Stevie D. And yeah, ten percent off. I love it. Yeah, that's right. My wife is using it for what? S T E V I E D. That's right. You adjusted Katie, my wife, like what two years ago? Yes. And and I told her for twenty years we've been together, you know, and I've got like I got a little fitness knowledge behind me, but I told right. her to always, you know, look at everything eye level. She's not going to listen to me. I'm her husband. She comes yeah, back totally. at night after getting adjusted from Ken G. I look over. She's got a Kindle like this in perfect form. And she goes, Ken nice. G taught me this. Nice. <laughs> Ken, 
Ken G, I go, really? Ken G tell you that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, she just wants you to be her husband, not her doctor. It's like, you're not my trainer, you're not my doctor. Yeah, right. That's what it's I learned from Candace. Yes. <laughs> Candace so. was your coach, and you kicked ass, buddy, and we're going to be supporting That's right. you on your next world record. When's that going to be? Uh, maybe January. All right. We need an audience to there. Set up. Huh? Okay. So what we yeah, need an audience. Talk to my coach. She'd be a great interview too. My coach okay, can't. Well maybe I can, I'll try to get anything on. on your show. Well, I'll see what I can do. Put in a good word. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> All right, Everybody, sure. Dr. Kenji, get us right. the world record holders, brother. For deadlifts. You are, brother. All right. Peace out, yo. Go get your drink. All right. Add us, add us to your favorites. Add us to your favorites. Add us to your favorites. And keep your browser locked. Keep your browser locked. Hello, beautiful people. This is Judy Liu, executive producer at Van Grio. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Come On Get Happy Hour with Stevie D. You could be listening to anyone right now, and we're so appreciative that you've chosen to spend a little time with us. Your continued support means everything to us. Please continue to like and share our podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers. Tell a stranger on the street. We really do appreciate it. Be sure to follow at Vangrio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, follow Stevie D and his so-called friends on Facebook. There you will see the videos of our episodes. At Vangrio, we rely on the continued support of our amazing listeners like you to be able to produce our content. If you wish to make a donation or shop our merch, please visit vangrio.com. That's V-A-N-G-R-I-O-T dot com. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the show. Everybody, how about that? That was Dr. Ken G, Guinness Book of World Record holder. We're not effing around here, people. He is a badass. And he did it right there. I think, I forgot to ask him the exact number. I think it was something like a million, 400,000, something like that. Maybe my next guest can uh, clarify exactly what the number was because I think she had a lot to do with it. She was his coach. She's a two-time WWE champion. Go daddy girl. You'll remember from those commercials. Give it up for Candace Michelle. <laughs> What's up, Candace Michelle? Hey, brother. How you doing? I'm good. Look at that. Bam. Aw, yeah. Right on. I'm doing my homework, even though I've only been home from uh, Big Bear for like two hours. I'm like, oh shit, gotta find some pictures and uh. <laughs> <laughs> I got this bug in my ear, it keeps talking crap. That, oh, wait, it's weirdo. I know well, what? Talk to you. <laughs> it's 1,103,320 pounds if you want to. Uh, <laughs> but who's <laughs> counting? Hey, my time, my time. <laughs> All right, coach. <laughs> We're going to give you an extra 30 seconds. I apologize for that obnoxious guest. And, you know, he had his time. Stop talking. Stealing Can't get rid of that guy, man. <laughs> How much time do we give him? Because you're getting at least an extra minute. Perfect. As long as I get more. What's up, Candace Michelle? How are you, brother? I'm good. How did you like uh, Austin? Oh, my gosh. It's magical, right? America. That's America. Seriously, I love seeing the flags everywhere and just people proud to be American. The lake was incredible. You know, time away from my kids to kind of regroup and. Again, Mark. Yay! 
<laughs> That's their crew. That's awesome. We came home because we know we were just in Austin, of course, because we, we might get a U-Haul and have like a caravan of all of us getting the hell out of Dodge. I, I love California. I mean, this was my dream as a kid. Yeah. Kentucky to come to California, but you know, Rome is burning around us and I kind of, I keep trying to spread the sunshine and, you know, try to stay away from politics on here and, and drink some moonshine and spread some sunshine, but <laughs> just getting crazy. You, you got to get with the, the new moonshine. This is the COVID cleanse. It's okay. apple cider vinegar with a shot of ginger, a shot of turmeric, filtered water. No COVID here, baby. The last guest mentioned that. No. Last guest. <laughs> yeah, I do that at about 5.30 in the morning, Candace. And yeah. I used to do a little swig and, and do a swig. And now I just chuck it, chuck it, chuck it. Like, what was that black shit you gave me that at your house that night? And I chugged it. Oh, I think it was magnesium and charcoal. Woo! Well, you know, that's what the other stuff that you guys gave me. Because I've been doing Bragg's apple cider vinegar for a long time. Yeah. And then Ken, Kenji, I watched one of his videos, and he was like, put fresh squeezed lemon and the cayenne pepper, and I do that now. Then I have to just, like, I'm like this for 30 minutes. Like, okay, all right, Ken. Don't anybody move. Don't anybody move. But that stuff, I think you texted Katie and I, my wife and I, the next morning, like, 6 o'clock, did you go poop? Did it make yeah. you poop? <laughs> well, you, you need to know like the time frame when that stuff's going to kick in. Right. Totally. Have you ever heard of Smooth Move? Back in the 90s, I was all like pumping iron. And on Sundays is my cheat day. So Sundays I'd have pizza, cheeseburgers, what, <laughs> donuts. <laughs> and at the end of the night, I would, I would drink Smooth Move tea. And it would <laughs> it. But it takes eight hours. So it takes okay. about eight hours. So... My sister, my sister Donna, that I talk about in my act as being the man of the house, my butch sister Donna. So she's like, "Hey, Stevie, what's it? What's that stuff you drink to make you, you know, regular? Makes you regular." And I'm like, oh, it's "Smooth food." So she went to work one morning in Atlanta, and they've got a freeway. I think it's called the, the 285. It's, it's a it's a freeway that goes around Atlanta. So okay. she was at work, and she she drank it, and she waited an hour and had some coffee and nothing. And took another one and waited an hour. Nothing happened. <laughs> Took a third one, and she said wow. she was sitting in traffic, and it was like that Dumb and Dumber scene where it just goes. Arr, 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 arr. She's like, ah, exit, we're ready. Man, brutal. <laughs> yeah, and I did that one time as a friend to pay him back once. He had a blind date, and I, I talked about that was a good one also. But my new one is going to be the the charcoal or the ACV with the cayenne pepper and the lemon. That will also kick it yes. in here. Good stuff. Keep you regular. Make you glow like you, Candace. That's why you glow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's your beauty secret? Well, I'm regular. I keep it regular. Create some aura. Smooth moves. Smooth Smooth moves. <laughs> so you loved Austin? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. You know, just, just a little more freedom, brother. You know, we work you know, hard. We, we want to play hard, right? <laughs> And it, that's great. You know, you see people on the lake like Travis, and we were just in Big Bear, and people just seem friendlier, like out yeah. on the lake. They kicked their ass during the week, and on weekends, they're like, we want to play. Fruits of our labor. Essential oh. fresh air and family time is good stuff. 
Yeah, and the scenery there was so beautiful. I didn't know they had waterfalls and mineral spring pools and like a crater thing, this Hamilton pool, just to kind of get in touch with nature. You know, it's getting really dry out here, fire season, yeah. politics, people hating on everything, no matter what you do. So Hating on everything. Just to get in yeah. touch with nature was a, a fresh... Uh, a fresh breath of fresh air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's what we did. We, uh, we, we rented a boat. Okay. And then we took uh, Faith and Colin, you know, my kids, and the cousins. Then I dropped them off on an island. There they are back there. Uh, and then I, took, then I took off for a few hours. <laughs> Was that your babysitter, the island? <laughs> yes. I knew they weren't going anywhere. So I'm like, Dad, Daddy's going to swing back around. Hilarious. <laughs> it looks beautiful there. I haven't been on the lake uh, when it's not winter there. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, Lake Travis is amazing too, but Big Bear is just, you know. But, you know, you guys are like us. We love America and being physically fit and a family and essential stuff, you know, hiking and all that good stuff. Yeah. And you guys are, you're, you're a badass. You were two-time WWE champion. Yes. Yes. And did you grow up as a little girl going, I'm going to be a goddamn WWE champion? That's what I'm going to do. Because we're talking about goals tonight. Oh, okay, great. You know, you know, I grew up just loving wrestling. I remember crawling on the couch with my stepdad, Ken, and my mom's in the other room yelling at us, turn that stuff off, it's fake. Like, <laughs> you joking? This is Hulk Hogan. I mean, I had a Hulk Hogan doll instead of a Barbie doll back then. Did you? <laughs> so they were just superstars. It was kind of like that untouchable thing, you know? You don't think, oh, I can grow up and be a wrestler. And, you know, it just came full circle. Moving to Los Angeles to be a model and a superstar, and here I am. I turned into a wrestler. Of course, that was my destiny. <laughs> That's awesome. And you, the GoDaddy is what really set you off, right? Like, blew up your career, the GoDaddy. Commercial. Yeah, you know, I'm so controversial, controversial, and so uh, that commercial just kind of, you know, you never really believe in your big break, but I also believe that when you put in the work, you get a big break. Does that make yeah. sense? You know, yes, so absolutely. You put in the work, you know, I did my, my time waitressing and, you know, the little end jobs here and there, and slowly it just kind of, that was my big break to kind of get known to a lot of people. I had the video queued up. Maybe uh, Judy can put it in later, but okay. I love it. It was so controversial, and people were like, the GoDaddy girl, the GoDaddy girl. <laughs> and then I show, I show, you know, Colin, my son loves wrestling. I show him you and John Cena, and he's like, what? He drops a mean elbow on the trampoline. I saw him. What's that? Oh, yeah, he does a flying <laughs> elbow. That's one of your moves, I think. Yeah, I like it. Didn't you, uh, didn't you like smash your nose or something? Yeah, you know, I had a, a, broke my nose twice, actually. So, you know, how does that work with masks? Like, my allergies are legit so bad. I have rhinitis, I had two broken noses. And then yeah. if I were to dare take a mask off and say I have a doctor's note, yeah. you know, people would like shame you. Maybe if I walk around with a shirt saying I've had two broken noses, then they would think, oh, you know, she's had nose jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nose like, jobs. How many people are hooking up right now with the mask on, and they take it off, and the, and the people have summer teeth, like summer here. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> so you have three beautiful girls. Are they going to go back to school? 
Yeah, we're doing virtual learning. You know, virtual learning? I guess we all are, right? Because I'm available for tutoring if they need a, you know. Lord of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I said a couple weeks ago. You know, quite help them with their hair. They don't know how to blow dry it. Oh. Flip. Yep. <laughs> First of all, you gotta get a portable fan and just go around with like this all the time, you know. Just have it ready. I have a holster. I have with my the fan knotted in their hair and it be hanging yes. down. I have a holster with my blow dryer in the Trans Am. It plugs into the cigarette lighter. Do you really? <laughs> I wish that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> I love that. Kenji can call West Coast Customs and have that hooked up. Probably, for totally. I really appreciate that. But no, I get stressed out. Like, uh, I helped Faith, my daughter, on a who was going into fifth grade. She was in the fourth grade before this, and uh, I helped her on like a social studies test. I said a couple weeks ago, like, and I studied, man. I'm like, I studied more than I did all through four years of high school. And I'm like, we got this. We got this, babe. We got this. I'm fist bumping. Like, I answered the question. You know, why like, do you do social studies tests in the summer? No, it was like before the summers, like oh, one of the last okay. tests. Like you're a grade. father, poor girl. And <laughs> out of 17 questions, I think we got 11 right. Oh, so after that, she's like, Daddy, I'll, I got it. Is Mommy around? I go, yeah, Mom, right? I'm literally standing right next to you. <laughs> she's like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so are you, you're going to stay at home, and you're going to do the stay-at-home Zoom classes, virtual? Yeah, you know, we don't have an option, really. Everybody's staying at home doing that. So they canceled school because Katie, my wife, doesn't tell me. I'm like, are we going to school? What day is the first? She's like, dummy, school is it's called off. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Everybody's being homeschooled right now on one level or another, and it's just a learning experience. And I don't know. Let's go for it, right? We don't have a choice. <laughs> but I think it's affecting like their – I think it's also affecting their social skills. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I, for me personally, I mean, there's an option if school's open, you know, sending kids wearing masks, going through a thermal scanner, temperature yeah. checks, their own bag of toys for recess. I'm like, that sounds like jail to me. Like, I think yeah. people in prison have more freedom than that. So for me personally, you know, I want to give them more freedom too. You know, it's all about a, a little bit more freedom is what I'm learning yeah. here, you know, and, and where's my tribe? You know, who fits into that tribe right now more than ever? People are really letting their true selves be shown. You know, yeah. they're like, I believe that all people are created equal and anti-bullying. And then you look at their posts and you're like, wow. You are the worst bully of an adult Never. I've ever seen in my life. I don't care who it's against, you know? Like, obviously, yeah. a lot is usually directed politically, but if you want me to stand by you or your views, by you posting that, it's completely opposite of what you say. This hateful um, stuff. It's funny, yeah. you said that to me the other day. You said, you'll know your tribe. Stick to yourself, and you'll, you'll find your tribe. And yeah. I had that little, and I had that as, like, a little note I wanted to mention today, but it's, it's on my phone, which is now on my Zoom that I'm using. So I wasn't smart enough to go, hey, dummy, write that on a piece of paper. But I'm glad you said that. The great thing about finding your tribe that I love is so many people, and maybe there's somebody out there that needs to hear this, we're so scared about losing the quantity of people in our tribe. Yeah. Right? And a lot of people are losing that right now if you stick to your values and your standards and your rituals. 
Mm. You know, but when you do, it's like, as you progress, it's like, like you, you know, we're really close with you and Katie. And I know that if something goes down, like I need help with my kids. Like I can count on you. It's not this fake friendship of like, Oh my God, don't talk to me because you need help all of a sudden. Yeah. Find those like those ride or dies, and I think that's what everybody really wants is just true friendships, and that's your tribe. And so it's a beautiful time to find those people and take notes and just stand in your values. Yeah, I always love the uh, quote: "Stand for something or fall for anything." Yeah. And also, when I came to your birthday party when we first met, like four or five years ago, the theme was "Don't let anyone steal your sparkle." I think <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is my jam. I tell my kids, "Don't let anybody steal your joy." Oh, I love that. <laughs> keep spreading your sunshine. Misery yeah. loves company. You keep smiling. You want to get back at miserable, angry people? Keep smiling. Nothing yeah. gets them more. Nothing pisses them off more than happy people. Yeah, it's true because I think in reality, people are just living in fear, right? Yes. And they want to project that fear and try to feel safe by you doing something. But instead, to release your fear, it's all about what you do for yourself. Like. For me, I, I don't fear COVID. And people are like, why don't you? It's it's deadly. It's this, it's that. It's because value, my number one value is health. I take care of it. I drink this stuff not just now because of COVID, but I drink mm-hmm. it every day, like you said. You know, I work out every day. I take extra care of myself so I know that the power that made the body will heal the body. You know, yeah. like I don't have that fear where some people have not been taking such good care of themselves or their heart. Now they want to get healthy. And they don't even think they do now. Yeah. You see them in McDonald's drive through with their mask on complaining that they can't get an extra water. <laughs> like, damn. I'm going to supersize that with a Diet Coke because I need to be healthy. <laughs> Who's distracting you over there? He's distracting me. He's telling Who's me that, that? Whopper is from Burger King and not McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> He's waving a Whopper over there. Yeah. But I'm going to chase it with my Bragg's apple cider vinegar and my charcoal. And my right smooth move. Smooth move. I'm going to flush it out. <laughs> flush it on out. Keep oh. you glowing. Got to keep the glow. <laughs> well, you know I love you guys so much. What do you have coming up there, Miss Candace Michelle? Uh, you know, I'm doing my coaching. I call it champ coaching. It's really transformational coaching. It's, it's really wonderful. I make it as affordable for everybody i have a cool one coming up called the covid cleanse that i'm going to do it's going to be you know just all the things that i do in my health regimen which make me not fearful of getting this virus i believe there's a virus i believe it's reality and i believe that at some point almost everybody will get it if they're saying it's as crazy as it is so let's start taking care of ourselves so that we don't lose a grandma right that's right we don't want, we're not out here to kill grandmas. We're out here to achieve our goals, spread some sunshine. And I just Amen. want to congratulate. And I know that you made it growing up in, where did you grow up in, Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yeah. And so as a little girl, did you ever dream you would have your own action figure? <laughs> um, no. I'm so jealous. It's pretty cool to, to be able to have that. <laughs> now, did you sign off on the, the final like prototype or did Vince McMahon just go, okay, you got an action figure? No, they like put you in a body scanner and they scan you and then they just take outfits that you wear and they put it on and then all of a sudden one day they show up and they're like, here you go. You're like, whoa, whoa, okay, cool. That is badass. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. 
I need one of me with the Trans Am and the blow dryer. And <laughs> you need a bobblehead, I think. I made it. <laughs> so amazing. But we love Ken G and we love Candace Michelle and the fam. We always got your back. We found our tribe. We love you, brother. Thanks for having right. us on. Keep glowing. Okay, bye. <laughs>
but you know, when you think about like, okay, well, I still have 10, 15, 20, 25 years, 30 years of work left. What do I want to be doing? You know, well, you, like, you went to Costa Rica. Was that hard? Like to shut off Hollywood? Just to Oh, you said go. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, I tell everybody, you know, when they say, oh, I'm going to go on vacation for a week. I'm like, that's not enough. No, no, no. You need to like, if you want to get out of the country and really see a place go, you need to go for a month because week by week, you just start to kind of melt down and like, yeah. especially as you know, living in Los Angeles, it's a very high energy city. There's just a lot going on. Your mind is, you have everybody has three jobs. You're trying to make things happen. You're yeah. hustling. It's just, you're on, you're yeah. on all the time. And um, to be able to turn it off is, is great, but it takes time to turn it all the way yes. off. Yes. You know, it takes, it takes a lifetime, I think, to turn it all the way off. But I think after a month, you start to realize like, this is how it really could be. I yeah. could just be like this. So I have goals now that include Costa Rica of, uh, you know, spending a lot of time there a year, you know, coming back, continuing to do shows and things, but spending a lot of time in Costa Rica. I mean, that's, that's a happy place for me, for sure. That was cool. I knew you said goals. We're going to get a refill over there, Heather. I told you. I told you. I was with you. <laughs> We're two minutes into the interview and you're empty already. I love it. I, don't worry. I brought the wine. All right. right. I, I didn't know we were playing a drinking game, but I did know I may want a little more wine. Well, you know me. You know, we like to have fun. But, you know, I was on the boat yesterday. I don't know if you heard, but I was in Big Bear. And you're right. I was there for, like, we were there four days total. But you give a day of travel, settle in, day to drive back, to pack shit up. And it takes me at least 24 hours just to, like, I think my heart rate even comes down. But I was thinking, like, like in the 90s, and I would be out here, and I didn't have a family, and I would be hustling and waiting for my agent for an audition. And I would literally, if I went to Atlanta for a weekend or something, I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss an audition. I mean, and your a couple pager, times your I pager did. might beep. beep. Yeah, and, and a, yeah, my pager's blowing up. You know, like where are you? Where are you? And my, my agent had like a three one one. Oh, I'm in trouble. She's like, yeah. we need to give our audition tomorrow at two o'clock. And like, what do you mean you went out of town? You're supposed to call. I'm like, you're always like at the mer you're at the whim. Always. And like, always. And they they feel like they you know this is a true story. On on our honeymoon, uh, like a week, like maybe three days before our honeymoon. I got booked for something to go to Las Vegas for the channel. And I'm like, oh, I'm going, going on my honeymoon. My, my manager was actually like, this is the eat. You can't, you can't, go, you can't postpone your honeymoon. No, no. no I mean, it, you're, not, you're not allowed to have a life. Your number like, one goal what? is yeah, to be no. an actor. You will do nothing else. Everything yeah. is secondary to that. Yeah. It's the number one rule of Hollywood. Like, you will do nothing. You will eat dirt. You will do nothing yeah. to be an actor. <laughs> She's like, no, but you you booked the you booked the gig, and it was like some shitty E Channel five hundred dollar thing. Like I'm gonna cancel oh my, my fifteen thousand dollar honeymoon. I'm like, yeah, let me cancel my honeymoon. And so this is a true story. I came back from my honeymoon, and I I had a box at my door. I'm like, what is this? It was all my like I don't know if it's VHS or DVD, or whatever it was, with a letter from my manager saying, I'm sorry, I don't feel like I can help you anymore, and good luck in your career. I'm oh like, my goodness. You bitch! My name Nara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is what you realize. Like, you know, there's there's a code that a lot of people don't realize. You know, they see careers that are, and I and, and I and entertainment career is a general thing. You know, whether yeah. it's you're in comedy, acting, usually you're dipping into a lot of those things because you're doing whatever you can to get your name out there. Yeah. Um, you know, be your own person, get your identity, and and own that, and figure out what that is. But 
even though there's a freedom that people think, you know, from the outside looking in, if you have the nine to five job, you're like, oh God, you just get to do whatever you want. It might seem like that, yeah. but you don't really just get to do whatever you want because yeah. like, but if you get the job, it doesn't matter. Your dad can be dying in the hospital. They're like, are, are you coming in? Like the movie needs yeah. you. I, I mean, and, yeah. no one cares about your personal life, any of your struggles, zero, zero compassion, <laughs> I would say. Zero. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> and, you better no. be available. And the number one rule, we know this, the Murphy Law of acting is as soon as you plan a vacation or a honeymoon, you get booked on a job. Every single time. Every time. It can be a dry spell. And then all of a sudden, like, what? The phone didn't ring for three months. And now, really? I got a call back? Oh, it comes in waves, too. Now I get a callback. All of a sudden, you'll get a bunch of callbacks. And you're just like, what? No one even cared about me. And now, all of a sudden, like, everyone wants to book me. But... <laughs> it's it's a crazy it's a crazy choice, but I I'm I'm glad to ride the roller coaster. <laughs> you're awesome. You've been on so many car shows, and you got a million car fans out there. And your your baby, your '65 Mustang. The last time we talked, you were going on this road trip. That's right. You were, you were going to blog it. Now you took a girlfriend with you. Took a friend. Did she go the full trip with you? Yeah, so we had a fantastic time. I know a lot of people saw it on my stories. Um, there's some posts on Instagram. Um, there will be a blog going up on my website very shortly. So Southwest Road Trip kind of detailing everything. Um, but we drove from Los Angeles to Port Aransas, Texas, which is called Mustang Island. So we took my Mustang Woo! to Mustang Island, which was fun. Um, and we drove, it was hot. TV, it was it was hot. I mean, this we're talking about. We That's right. You're rocking those Daisy Dukes and all those stories. Oh, I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Hold on. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, I mean, some people might want to see that. Go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's at the end of the show. That's a goal for some people. That's a goal to rock, for a man to rock a Daisy Dukes. It was interesting driving across during the pandemic because, um, well, number one, a lot of people were concerned. And honestly, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I mean... I didn't know what to expect coming back from Costa Rica to America during the pandemic. And then I wasn't really sure what was going to happen driving across. Like, are people freaked out? Are they okay? Like, what's going on? What's the climate here? Um, and like, we wore, we wore our masks at the gas station everywhere we needed to go and stuff. And it was like, the more that we went towards Texas, the less people had masks on in general, just as, as we, as we drove across, you know, and, yeah. um, I would say there were less people too. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. we were running into a lot of people <laughs> yeah. in general, but all the parks were closed and everything. No restaurants were open really. Um, yeah. Hardly like people were doing drive through, but I don't do, I don't do that kind of food. So I just packed a cooler full of healthy food and stuff. And so we just kind of mostly ate, you know, what we could buy at grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, but we stayed with a couple of friends that, and family on the way. So you know, we kind of did it right. We didn't have to stay in a hotel and just eat like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but we drove through a town called Truth and Consequences. Have you ever heard of this place? No, no, no. The name itself, as soon as I saw the sign, I was driving. I'm like, what is that? Truth and Consequences. Look it up. You got to look it up. <laughs> and we have to stop here. Yeah. So we looked it up and it's, it's this really popular place about with over 40 different geothermal hot springs. And it was like founded. Oh, yeah. A long, you know, back, oh, it sounded a long fucking time ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> Any of Americans were going there from, like in the 80s. Yeah, many, many, many years. Like many swingers years. clubs having parties there or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but now there's like still 10, 10 spas or so. And um, 
all the natural thermal, geothermal water comes up. And so they just have like tubs. So we stayed at this little place that was built in the 1930s. And she said, if you stay in the courtyard, you have 24 seven access to the geothermal, like she had like five different rooms with these huge tubs. And when I say huge tub, I mean like just cement and like a big poured Japanese, like cement tub, not like a little American bathtub or whatever, like uh -huh. a huge tub. Like uh -huh. you can put a lot of people there. It was a Saranai, but you could. <laughs> And um, they're open 24-7. So, like, we were the only people in there. Like, we stayed in there for, like, four hours. We're like, this is amazing. We had our own <laughs> private room. We brought wine in there. We're in the tub hanging out. Like, I mean, it was so you worth it. You couldn't get out because someone helped us get out of the tub. Yeah, we brought water, too, because that was important. But, yeah, it does get You have to water. hydrate, yeah. Hydrate. You got to hydrate. You got one wine, one water. So well. Yeah, and I slept so well. I know it was a wine, too, but it was also the spa water. So yeah. apparently, like the ancient, you know, every all the science and the mythology, everything together says thirty-eight different minerals, and then all of these infused because it's our skin; it's semi-permeable, obviously. So yeah, they all fuse in, and you feel so good. I feel like you'd be into that. Let's do it. It's truth or consequences. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Reference. You should take your family. It's they fine. don't stop you like at the border, and they go truth or consequence. You're like, what? What? I know, you're like, <laughs> Consequen Wait, consequences, consequences. <laughs> Wait, what's your badge? Um, <laughs> no, that no, didn't work here. I just stopped people at the border and see if they'll fall for it. It was a super cool place, though, super artsy. I had never been to New Mexico before, so for me, it was just cool. Like, a whole new, Truth Consequence of New Mexico was a whole new area. And um, it was just a fun excursion. So we kind of drove through the center of New Mexico. And then, you know, we went all through Texas, which was pretty boring. We just did that in a day. We're like, let's just get this out of the way and get there. You did Texas? You just barreled through Texas? Barreled through Texas in a day. Texas goes but, for right, ever. It's, and there's nothing, I mean, there's plenty to do in Texas in some areas. But when you're just driving through the entire huge state, you don't, it's just flat. It's just flat. You see nothing. It's the in the state. middle of nowhere. It'll be like a sign saying, "Do not pick up uh, prisoners." State prison. And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> have I not seen that sign?" I totally I was, I was looking that for a prisoner to ex-con. No, but it reminded me. I was like, if I see a guy in an orange jumpsuit, I'm definitely not picking him up. I mean, uh, I would have thought. Just in case I would have. Consequence. <laughs> that was your consequence. Of your action right there. <laughs> the guy in the orange jumpsuit. Yeah, he looks a little shady. Well, the thing about having the Mustang too is he's a bad boy. You, you know this. You know this, Stevie. When you drive a classic car, people, everyone stops you. Everyone talks yeah. to you. If you don't like talking to people, you shouldn't drive a classic car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. People are gonna look and ask questions and thumbs up. And I like pictures. talking to people, so it's fun. But you get all yeah. types of people when you drive across the country, so it's it's a real fun human study in, in, in our American culture. You're just like, wow, like there's all types of people, and everyone. The fun thing about classic cars that I love is all different types of people like them. It's yeah, just they do. yeah. You know, it brings in all different types of groups that are just like, wow, it's a cool, like people you wouldn't expect, you know, yeah. you walk up. like I expect, you know, the 65 year old guy who was like, I had one of those growing up, but you know, yeah, yeah. Get, you know, the unexpected woman, you know, that has to lean out of her car and yell at you, you know, like she's really, <laughs> you know, which is great. So my people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'd love to drive across the country with my Trans Am, like on a, a flatbed truck and, and pretend like I'm driving, like do a vlog. But then if I get to a city like Truth or Consequence that I did, let me off the truck. And I'd go around and 
driving around town, but but you were brave to take your 65 Mustang all because when you were doing that, I was like, whoo. It and is I, brave. I, this whole time I thought you were stuck in uh, Corpus Christi because you're like the the, the transit the, you're like you're like the transmission, the numbers match. So I can't just go to like Amco and throw some transmission in. Oh. I was like, holy shit, it's been like three weeks. She's still, is she okay? I'm like, they're just yes. messing with her. She, there's a pretty girl, and they're just keeping her in Corpus Christi. They so just want me here. Like, no, so what happened was um, I got here. We got here safe. And then I was in Corpus, and I'm staying like 30, 30 miles from there. So I was in Corpus, and I was headed back, and – my car just started shuddering. Like I, I'm going 60 on the highway and my car just like, and I was like, Oh crap. And I like immediately the next exit, you know, I, I slow down, put my, my blinker on and it's, you know, 11 o'clock at night. So it's late. And I don't know, I'm not in the best area. I'm just coming into Corpus. Anyone who knows that area, it's kind of industrial. And I'm just like, crap, 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 crap. And I was just seeing a friend, so I was wearing like a long skirt and a cute little top. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the worst right now. Like, this is totally the worst scenario. You know, just I just look so help more, much more helpless than I am. <laughs> um, yeah, like, oh, no. Um, so I pull over. Car, and like, something's making a funny note. They I don't know. know. You've been over the hood. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I know, I mean, really, honestly, and women understand what I'm talking about. Like, we live with just a fear that we have, you know, of those types of situations. Like, yeah. that, you know, that's one of the top fears. Like, I don't want to break down late at night in a place I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> wearing a cute outfit that is suggestible in any way. Like, this is, a, these are all bad things adding up. Yeah. <laughs> and so it happened, of course. And um, I was sitting there, like, looking at my car, trying to, like, choose when I wanted to get out to, like, look under my car and lift the hood because anytime you do that, people want to come over and start to talk to you and... Because this girl knows how to get under a hood of a car. Sometimes it's good when they come and talk to you, but sometimes you don't want some of those characters to talk to you. Yeah. So, you know, so a couple of people approach me. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Just waiting for a friend. And meanwhile, like I'm talking, everyone's been here with the tow, tow situation, right? And if you're in a small area in Texas, like there's no one. The tow truck also with COVID People, yeah. businesses are not running as normal, right? So it was like yeah, yeah. three hours to get a tow truck. We bring a tractor out and we'll uh, <laughs> pick you up. That would have been faster. I'm pretty sure that would have been faster. <laughs> you don't care about this bumper, do you? I'm just putting the, the winch right on your bumper there. Like, hey, ma'am, we got a tractor over there. You want to hook it up? I'd be like, yeah, let's try yeah, that. This is a good idea. Get this going. Um, but I thought about you because going. I had I had one time I had a, um, a, a Fiat Spider, like a 81 or something. I lived in Florida and I was like 21 years old, dumb and didn't have AAA or a credit card or anything. And like, well, I'm going to Gainesville this weekend. And they had a sweet mullet, you know, long blonde hair. And <laughs> it would just fucking break down. And I'd be like in between like Panama City Beach and Gainesville and the, and the car would just break down. And some good old boys like every 20 minutes would pull over and go, hey, pretty girl, you need some, oh, God damn. That's a, that's a and they just speed off, hey, bro, come on. <laughs> Oh, see, that's when you needed your da you had your Daisy Duke song. No, I had my well, I had the work boots on. And they're like, oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're putting it to work. And <laughs> yeah, I was working those Daisy Dukes. <laughs> goals. <laughs> goals. Long story short, I watched the Ubers go from like three available Ubers to one available.
little Uber, snagged that Uber guy. And he was like, you're lucky you got me. Nobody drives an Uber around here and take you all the way to Port Aransas. And I was like, I know, thank you so much. <laughs> you, left your, you left your car on the side of the road? No, I left my car at a gas station. I talked okay. to the guy who was there. He said he'd watch it. And okay. I, I called and <laughs> talked to them in the morning. I was like, I'm going to be there. Don't tell my car. Please, please, please. And yeah, you know yeah. what? The thing I like is the Texas hospitality. People are nice. They're generous. Yeah. And I, I do have to say, like, I'm so grateful, you know, for just the connections and the people being nice. Like, so he's like, no problem, ma'am. I'm like, all right, great. Thank you. Because in LA, I'd be really scared right now about my car at this gas station, you know, but I actually felt like it was going to be okay where it was. Um, so yeah, it worked out. I towed it to a shop and I got to say, like, there were a few other things that I found wrong with it, but I had to have the transmission totally rebuilt, which is why when you said earlier, you don't want to just swap it out for a new one. I'm like, no, yeah. it's matching. The numbers like, match. I got to keep it like, like this. I mean, that's part of the integrity of having a classic car. When you get something, you know, with value that's holding that, I feel like yeah. you're, the keeper. you're the keeper of holding that in place intact. Yeah. Well, unfortunately mine has the 350 transmission and the uh, 70H Trans Am. There's a Chevy transmission, but hey, I don't care. I mean, no, it, but I mean, you didn't, buy it. you didn't buy it like you bought it like that. I bought you? it like that, and I yeah. even painted it a, a, a non factory color because I'm like, I want like an electric blue. I want like a, <laughs> when I'm rocking my Daisy Dukes, I want this blue to like really. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do you, right? You got to you know, do that's you. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. But I mean, for some people, if you, it depends what it depends on the history of the car and when you got it. You know, it's it, all yeah. people don't need to keep that. And if just maybe two were, maybe I'd reconsider it. But you know, people commented and a lot of people reached out, you know, with advice and stuff. And they were like, "Oh, yeah. you know, I don't have it done right now." And I was like, "Well, for me, I'm kind of person that likes to take a moment and make consider all my options yeah. and then." make the best decision that I'm going to look back and be like, you know what? I thought about everything that I could think of at the time. And I feel like I made a good decision. And I feel that way now that I got my retransmission rebuilt. We started putting it in today. Um, nice. So it's beautiful. I saw it. It's pretty. You could eat a sandwich. Yeah, it, looked it looked brand new. I know. Well, so the heat just killed it. And that's the thing too, like yeah. driving through the desert and everything. And I, and I realized this after talking to Leo, so I gotta, I gotta give a plug here because Leo Mendez from Apollo Automotive helped me up big time. So Leo, you're the man. And just anyone in Corpus who needs somebody, like seriously, you know this, Stevie. When you talk with a lot of car people and you talk with a lot of shop owners too, and mechanic people, and when you have your own car and you care a lot about it and you wanna know every single thing that's done, if you're not doing it yourself yeah. and you need advice on stuff, after talking with a lot of people, you can really tell when people know what they're talking about or not. And if For they sure. yeah, yeah. the best way or if they just get it done, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I like to do it the best way, not just get it done. Or at least I like to know all my options so I can be like, well, I cut the corner because of this reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not well, just, I thought you were stuck in Corpus Christi. So I was yeah. hustling and I found a friend there and he called no, somebody. I, know. I appreciate that. No, no, I, I'm not stuck anymore. I, I'm here for a little bit. I don't know how long. But um, I'm excited because I'm getting my car back and just, you know, the goal was to still do one more road trip before the year is over. It's not over I'm yet. Sorry. I'm sorry, the what was? The goal. Ah! I said it twice now. <laughs> I forgot. See, that was, that was me. Okay. <laughs> We're going to pause this interview while she uh, refills her glass. Uh... <laughs> Wait, are you still, you didn't refill yours? You're taking baby sips. 
Uh, you know why? Because my first two guests were like health freaks and were like, uh, I have kombucha over here and I'm drinking uh, Bragg's apple cider vinegar. I'm like, what are you drinking? Uh, this is moonshine. No, I'm kidding. It's uh, yeah. as I, you know, our friend Brad Franshaw, when you guys, he makes, he goes too in depth with a drink. He takes four hours to make one drink. And I'm like, Brad. So I had him on a couple weeks ago and he was saying, oh, I took a, a nut, you know, I took a, a fig and I shaved just the rind of the fig. And then I went and got 27 different ingredients. I go, you know what I did, Brad? I went to Trader Joe's and I picked very carefully the vodka that was on sale. And the guy vodka was on sale for $9.99. I then proceeded to bring my bottle home and I opened the refrigerator and I'm like, what goes really great with Sky Vodka? I had half of a vitamin water and it was a perfect drink. It's perfect the lemon drink. vitamin water, isn't it? It's so great. So, it's the uh, lemon vitamin water, right? The lemon flavor? Yes, yes. So to answer your question, vodka and a little vitamin water. I've totally done that. No shame in that at all. You're getting hydrated while you dehydrate. I realize, you know, the more, the more I drive my car, and I know we talked about this a little bit, but it's just like, I got a car to drive it. I wanted to drive a classic car across the country. That's what I'm doing. It's in bits and pieces. It's not going to be all at once because it's a journey. It doesn't, it, yeah. honestly, it would probably be as fun if it was all at once. I got to scout and see people. I got to do things. Yeah. Life is happening, Boom. you know, as I yeah. do this. <laughs> but what's also happening is I'm learning so much about my car, what I need in it, what I would do differently, like how to, you know, everything just by being an active participant in everything. It's one thing to fix up other people's cars, but it's another to drive yours and work on it and get to know it intimately like that. So it's yeah. been a really cool experience. You can't just drop it off. You can't just, uh, you know, you want to know what's going into it. It makes you love your car more. I can you never do? just drop it off. No. Yeah, just drop it off <laughs> or buy a car that's perfect. I want to buy a little car that's, that's a little imperfect and then see a work in progress, you know? Yeah, and put yourself into it a little bit, you know? Make yeah, yeah, it put yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Heather Thorne, I know you're also a, a fitness fanatic. Seen you on like that uh, commercial with the twisting and you do all that. Yeah. Oh my God, I've done so many <laughs> fitness and commercials, um, CV. It's kind of funny to me because I'll tell you a really quick story is when I, before I moved to LA, I would watch those fitness and commercials. And I said to my brother, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to go and do that. And then, <laughs> but I felt like a really like big goal and, I, and not to say that it's not or anything, but like, I just moved so much past that, that it was just like one of the goals on yeah. the goal list. How many times did I say that? <laughs> you, better go, you better get that bottle back out again. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. I love those goals you have. Um, I did but, like I did. <laughs> Probably the same time, Tommy, you were doing infomercials and stuff. I did infomercials, but you think that's the goal until you do one, you get 500 bucks, and then you see it run 500 times on TV and you don't get any more checks. You're like, hey, I just yeah. got, I, I spent the 500 the next day, but they're still making money. So you don't understand like the business of a buyout. There's a lot of learning involved once that happens. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of learning to go, okay, well, that was a good goal. Now what? That's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. a lot, a lot of things. And I think that's important for everyone, you know, just as like, our goals are always changing. They're always yeah. evolving. You know, you put up, you, you, you write specific goals for yourself and then you make a strategy and then things change as life changes. And then you have to revisit that and reevaluate. I know a lot of people are doing that right now during this time when they have a little bit more time, that was like five goals. So we should at least take one drink. There's five goals. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather Storm. So I, I, we were talking about Judy, my producer actually sent like talking points. Not that I remember any of those, 
But uh, I think she said something about, did you have a, a really good experience with a fan from a show or a bad ex or an embarrassing experience? Oh, you know, I or have. Or the other talking points I sent that I don't no, remember. No, you know, I have had a really cool experience, unexpected cool experience with a fan where I was signing autographs in Canfield, Ohio um, at a car show there. And, you know, I had a line of people and I was just signing posters that I had brought there. Um, some people had hats or, or whatnot or little or their t-shirt or something, which is super nice. And Daisy when Dukes, I do that, whatever. yeah, whatever they want to sign. I haven't signed any whatever. Daisy Dukes yet. You might be the first. <laughs> um, and then this one guy came up and he was so excited and he had a group of people with him and he had printed out a huge, like, I don't know, like three foot, like laminated, not laminated, but um, I'm not an expert okay. in this. I just have like a big post, not even a poster board. It was more like a picture. Like it yeah. was framed. It was like a big picture. That's why I'm trying to not admit it. It was laminated so you could put it in the shower. No, it wasn't laminated, it was, but it was like a big printed picture with a frame around it that was like three three feet long or whatever. Yeah. And uh, like, we're going to put that in the shop, not the shower. Um, okay. <laughs> so, or the shop shower. But it was just so, it was just really flattering and it just made me feel so good. And he's like, we love all the work that you're doing. And just, oh, cool. I was just so surprised and just, I don't know, it just sometimes... You know, you're just used to saying hi to people. And I mean, I always appreciate everybody that I talk to, but just some things suddenly you're like, wow, like I really made a difference in these people's lives enough for them to care this much to bring this poster up. And that, oh, that's I don't know, yeah. that's all to me is, those are the moments in life that, you know, make a difference. So not that Very cool. You just remind me of once I got a reality check, I was doing a, a book signing and I was somewhere in Kentucky, I think, when the Trans Am Diaries, my book came out and this girl comes up and she looked, she looked like a cat lady, like she had 14 cats, you know, which is cool. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, do you want me to sign your book? And she was like, start asking me questions. She goes, so you've done comedy, blah, 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 and you've done this and that. I'm like, yeah. And she knew everything about my life. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm, and I'm ready with my Sharpie. Like, who do you want me to make it out to? And she goes, well, I guess you don't look too bad for your age. And she walked away. And I'm still, <laughs> my Sharpie, she didn't even get a book. I'm like, okay, all right. She didn't buy a book. She didn't buy the book. She just came up to go. She knew somehow she knew all my information. She knew my bio and she just wanted to talk to me. And then she walked away. She, she needed like, the face to face that she knew so much about you. She's like, I just got to see this guy. I yeah. Yeah. I, yeah need, like, I need to look in his eyes. I need to, yeah. I need to do this thing. And then yeah. she did it. She left. I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I got up and started twerking with my Daisy Dukes and said, you're missing all this lady. <laughs> go home to your 14 cats. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You're like, did I make this out to Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather Storm. I'm so glad. I thought you were stranded there for like the last month and I was worried about you. But you're good. You're chilling. Stranded is good. See, here's how I see it, Stevie. Like, even if I had to get stuck at a place, that's where that's where I'm supposed to be. It's all good. So That's where the party is. I like that attitude. <laughs> Are you driving the Mustang back to L.A.? I don't know when I'm going back to L.A. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm, on, I'm just on a... On a go by the flow basis the here. The I mean, LA crazy. What am I going to do in LA right now? I mean, I'll let you know if things ramp up again. I don't think it's going to happen for a long time. That's what I mean. You're there in your house doing a YouTube show from your house, which is great. But I mean, <laughs> I'm in my double wide. That's one good thing about the quarantine. I think the networks are, are like shitting their pants right now because they're finding out people can do. 
People can do things on their own. Oh, yeah. Organic, organically. We don't need them. We don't need them. Uh, we don't good. need We're them. Good. I said it. We don't need you. Goals. Because <laughs> our goal is to give it them to not need Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. Well, Heather Storm, you're a rock star. Tell everybody where they can find you besides Corpus Christi. Don't come stalking her. <laughs> you see my blue Mustang, feel free to say hi. <laughs> but don't stalk me and follow me. Don't, don't be weird. All right, don't be weird. <laughs> um, you guys can find me, though, on my website, heatherstorm.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HeatherStormLA. And on YouTube, you can also see um, my small town series, Drive Yourself Local, on YouTube. Just do YouTube, Drive Yourself Local. So there's lots of content up there, and I'm creating more day, day by day. And I'm drinking day by day, too. So here we go. Thanks, guys. Thank you so Thanks, much for trying to save. Glad the 65s getting the numbers matching transmission. Keep the numbers matching. It's going to be better than ever, really. I mean, I'm just excited because the, my car is going to run better than she's ever run. Please promise me you don't drive it back. Just put it, you know, on the, on the truck. Oh no, back. I'm driving all around. Don't We're do driving. that. Come on. <laughs> Be safe. All right, Heather Storm, thank you so much. Bye. Everybody, Heather Storm. Can we get up and twerk again? Ah! All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in to Come On, Get Happy. Hope we made you feel good. Hope you turned off your news for at least one hour. I think we went over an hour tonight because we were having too much fun with Ken G. Uh, Guinness Book of World Record holder and two-time WWE champion Candice Michelle and my homie, my car homie, and uh, I'm glad she's safe back in Corpus Christi. I thought she was stuck for like a month. She's just chilling in Corpus Christi. Heather Storm. So everybody, hope it made you feel good. We're going to take you out with my producer, and she's a maestro on the wheels of steel, Judy Lewinson, a.k.a. DJ Sketch, and we'll see you next Wednesday night. Come on, get happy, y'all. That's our goal. Is a Vangrio production.